you damn right. Hope everybody is having a good Monday. Hope you had a good Easter weekend. Maybe you got a day off at the end of last week, or maybe you're getting both days off. Folks involved in uh, certain school districts I know got both days off. My lucky daughter and my lucky wife didn't have it. Didn't have to deal with anything Friday or today. If you're in that boat, uh, we hope you are at least chilling out and checking us out we appreciate it it's chad and zay on this monday and there's a lot of football on the board there's basketball to get into there's all kinds of good stuff we'll cover as much as we can i'm chad hastings joined as always by isaiah collier what's up zay what up chad how you doing man man i'm good except for the old man moment i had yesterday all i did was stand up from a table and my back just said just to remind me just to remind me, what's up? You're you're 48, and anything can happen at any time. So, other than that, I'm good. I'm walking around a little, little stiff-legged today or stiff-backed today. But other than that, I am good. How was your Easter weekend? It was good. It yeah? was good. Yeah, I'll break it down a little bit. Sounds like you need that Diamond Dallas Page yoga. Yeah, I do. I need to get. I need to hit. I might need to hit the mat today. And get some things, get some things uh, popping and cracking in the right way. Yeah, because it is always good. I ne- I never feel bad getting off the mat with DDP yoga. I just need to put it back in my schedule on a regular basis. But so yeah, t- today be a good. Do- oh yeah, I started doing it when I was about forty. From about forty to forty-five, I was doing it pretty regularly, and it was it was. I mean, it's terrific for me. And it's just one of those things that's kind of fallen off the schedule a little bit again with the job changing the way it did for me couple years ago and I'm daddy taxi taking the kid back and forth from school and everything and and the fact that I can get lazy I'll admit I admit it I will get to do another things and then realize oh man I should have worked that in I should have done that so I've got to get back on working out overall a little better than I do uh, and that does need to be a part of it so hopefully everybody's back is nice and loose today as we get started on a Monday uh, certainly Tiger's uh, Tiger situation was not loose yesterday at the Masters Ooh. That was rough to see. Not yesterday, but I guess ultimately. Well, yeah, it was early yesterday when he decided to shut it down, or was that Saturday? Saturday is when he shut it down. Yo. That was crazy, man. I came on these airwaves, and I talked about before the Masters, Tiger might be able to focus because he dropped old girl off the airport and kicked her out the crib. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm coming in saying, anybody out there, karma is a SOB. (laughs) You think Karma came and got his foot? Yeah, treating no girl like ish. Uh Uh-huh. Taking her to the airport, doing her wrong, not giving her the money that she asked for. I see how you've turned that around Yeah, you got to flip it. You try to make it good for Tiger, now you're making it bad for Tiger with the Karma. I like that. Yeah, Simone Biles, you just got to flip it. That's all. (laughs) And now Tiger Woods, this is what he deserves. I'm not wishing injury on nobody, but we know Tiger's got some serious demons. Serious. And him doing that to old girl... Came back, bit him a little bit, mm. slipping and falling and stuff. Come on now, Carl, catch you buckling and stuff. That's not a good look, Tiger. Oof. That planner fast flaring up. Yeah. Not a good look. Yeah, that old man limp came back big time in the rain. Mm. And that's something you always got to worry about. People that are listening right now, they've had that happen. Somebody that's out there, just a regular old, regular old everyday Austin area golfer, they've been out there with a golf cart and they've slipped. 
and in the rain, they've done a little something and realized, oh, yeah, I remember done a little something to the ankle, feet, back, whatever. Tiger's got to walk every bit of that, and, yeah, you could just you could just feel it going bad for him. So uh, we'll get a little to a little Masters talk today. John Rahm getting the win. We got NFL to get into. We got some, uh, it's got some Texas basketball news to get into as well. All right, so uh, where are we going to start? You want to go NFL here? Yeah, let's get it. Or you want to make me hungry? Because I feel like you're going to make me hungry at well, some point yeah, during actually, the show. you're right. Yeah, let, let me break this down first because okay. this Easter was beautiful. All I right. spent time with family, lovely wife, went over to my parents, and I saw my niece's nephew, brother, his lady, my sister, and her fiancé. Beautiful time. And also my in-laws came over, okay. Kevin and Mary. They came over, kicked it at my parents. But mom and pops... What y'all did yesterday in the kitchen together, because usually mom just gets the credit, but CeCe, what he's done in retirement, being able to cook, like I got no cooking from Celeste or Collier back in the day growing up. Uh-huh. Zero, which mama, I apologize, because he could have helped. <laughs> Obviously, he has some type of skills. You know, so he's picked it up now in retirement is what you're saying. Yeah, And he whips up this. I feel like I talked about it over Thanksgiving or Christmas, probably Christmas. He whips up this crazy country chili slash beans. I don't know what Mm -hmm. it is. He really don't know what it is. He says it's a little bit different every time. There's some beans and some meat and some sausage in there. And then with the broth, it's crazy. I've never had it in my life until last Christmas. Well, he is a true artist if it changes every time. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, he's like, what do you put in? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Today it's got (laughs) jelly beans in it. I don't know. But it's good. This works. Yeah. We had a little sausage, ribs, mom made famous mac and cheese, potato salad, <laughs> ham. It was going crazy over at the Collier household. Wow. So now the second C stands for cook. Yo, it might. Celestia Cook Collier. It might. So the man could teach you a wicked jump shot, could teach you how to drive, and now he can whip up some crazy country chili. Sounds good. Like, uh, very impressed. Very impressed. I just got to give him a salute and shout out. You know, I got some at the crib. I got about four days worth of leftovers. I'm not one of them snobs that says, you know, I can't have leftovers. Um, With the cheapness and inflation going up, leftovers are big time in my life. Love leftovers. Yeah, no shame in my game. Appreciate the leftovers, mom and pop. My sister tried to clown me talking about, you ain't in college no more, so? Yeah, so what? So what? Did you come home with like an old yeah. school ice cream bucket she full? She don't or? say that, Chad, but bring her own Tupperware from mm-hmm. the crib. Yeah. She got some nerve. That's rich, LaShawn. Ooh, that's real that's rich. <laughs> that's real rich. You're going to try to clown me and you bringing over stuff to help you with your leftovers. Did you bring your own Tupperware? Nah, I forgot. I slipped up. Okay. We had the dog and stuff. I, we were thinking about a lot. I, I slipped up. Did they take, but did they at least have something like an old school ice cream bucket for you taking home in or something? Nah, I had to go OG style, just paper plates, tinfoil. Okay. You know. That's what we used to transport, like chili and stuff in. <laughs> My grandmothers and great, great aunts and stuff, great, they'd always have those old school ice cream buckets they'd send you home with a little ice cream bucket dude it was the best love oh, that man, all right man. yeah you made me hungry you made me hungry Sorry shout, about that shout out to cc and you know you're making some good like chili if they're willing to make it a part of holidays yo like that tells me how good it is so that's fantastic it was my appetizer that that is going on like i had that first had to wait about 45 minutes then i had my 
actual ribs and sausage and everything. It was it was nice. Very lovely. Yes, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so hope everybody had a great meal. Hopefully you had the Easter weekend that you wanted, friends and family, and uh, hanging out, doing whatever, spend some time at church, spend some time, um, you know, replenishing all kinds of, you know, emotional, spiritual cups and things like that, uh, or maybe having some badass chili, or all of it. Uh, hope you had a great weekend. We will uh, get into some of the Masters talk, as we mentioned, a little bit of Tiger. But obviously on the good side of it and the winning side, it was John Rahm getting his second major. Also, huge news out of the NFL and college basketball. So let's hit both of them. First off, out of the NFL, OBJ headed to Baltimore. Zay coming out of this weekend. He is 30 years old, if you don't recall. And remember, the last time we saw him on the field, he was an absolute A-level badass. And he was on his way to being... Very possibly the MVP of that Super Bowl. His team ends up winning that Super Bowl. And we have not seen him since. He is now going to be a Baltimore Raven. And then, Zay, the way it was announced, at least maybe has Ravens fans thinking Lamar might care about this. Yeah, yeah. And there's an interesting video going around social media of those two at a club and on the sign that the bottle girls, you know, popping girls, pop bottle girls, it says, welcome L- OB- Lamar. Lamar and OBJ. Lamar and OBJ, which right. Lamar's been there, so I get it. He has one foot out. They could have just meant welcome to the club, welcome yeah. to the champagne area. It's just, it's weird. It is weird, and it kind of just ties into all this Lamar Jackson mess. But, hey, it's a step for trying to get Lamar Jackson back. You mentioned that Super Bowl, and one thing that we've been talking about with the Baltimore Ravens, that that Super Bowl with the Rams had, Cooper Cup was the number one on that team. Cooper Cup is, when healthy, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Him and Matt Stafford breaking records together. So it allowed OBJ as a number two to really thrive and to get mismatches that he really never saw at, Cleveland or even in New York. And now him having two ACL injuries. I don't know if the other one was ACL, but the one in the Super Bowl, that was an ACL yeah, injury. Was, the yeah. one in Cleveland was something. It was a big knee injury. You can't talk about this off the field antics. Like he's cleaned up his act. We saw with the Rams, he was very professional mm-hmm. and he's not one of those guys that you have to worry about marrying, you know, the that and stuff and kicking in like you you don't have to worry about those things but how many steps has he lost at this point and the 15 mil that he got guaranteed that's a lot of paper for a what if guy coming into me as a number two like he's not that if this is 2017 huge get Lamar's staying we rolling baby right we rolling hardball we're going we're about to mix it up in the AFC North but it's after two knee injuries, he's 30 now. I just don't know. It's a it's a solid get, but I just don't think it's what is going to really make Lamar want to stay. So in addition to the thing you mentioned um, about the club situation and, and that video, there was a picture that got out of OBJ and Lamar on a FaceTime and it was a, a still shot of it, of a, of him kind of saying, you know, announce, not announcing it, but as the announcement was coming out. 
And I saw that still shot, and the first thing I noticed is like, what is that around Lamar's neck? It looked like a necklace with the Ravens logo on it. Now, it could have just been some other shield, and I wasn't paying attention. But at least the fact that Lamar was in that image. Remember, Louisville is also Cardinals. Would make me feel bad. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it was something like that. Maybe it was yeah. some, something college-oriented or whatever. But I'm going to say, if you saw a bird. Right. It may, maybe that's it. Maybe I saw a bird head and it was yeah. the wrong bird. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, the fact that he's in the image would make me a little bit happy if I'm a Ravens fan. But you bring up a great point. Does Lamar see this as now they're really putting serious talent around me? Or does he think, okay, that's one step, and are they willing to take yet another step? Uh, does this get them talking again? Uh, does this get them thinking about, you know, would he accept a long-term deal that they're thinking of? We'll keep going back to he did say goodbye, so it would be a weird one. That would be a very strange thing to say goodbye, to give your big give your big speech to the town, and then you walk back in. But I know that town would have him back instantly. So where does this go? Are we going to go all the way up to the draft without anything going on with Lamar Jackson? Or could the OBJ situation maybe crank things up a little bit? And we at least know. Maybe Lamar will at least tell the Ravens, all right, let's talk before the draft. Because that would change things. Right. So we'll see. OBJ is going to be a Raven. If you have thoughts on that, eight could could be as much as eighteen million. But as Zay said, it's a one year, fifteen million dollar deal Oof. on its face for Man. the thirty year old OBJ. The question is, how old are those legs? You po- you pointed out the multiple injuries. We just don't know right now. That's great agent work right there. It really. I don't is. know who his agent is, but that is great work. Mm-hmm. Lamar might want to take some notes. <laughs> Right? That's right. And OBJ put him on. But we know Lamar Greedy, he won all that money. That little percentage that the agent begin, uh, he ain't trying to give that up. That's going to Mama. Get a new Benz. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Mama's going to get the agent money? Yeah. Get Mama's going to get the AMG. That agent percentage. So we will, uh, we will obviously be discussing some NFL. We're only 17 days away from the draft. You've also got stories out there that as many as six teams – are calling the Arizona Cardinals about that third pick. Oh, multiple teams getting a little quarterback crazy. We know it's probably going to be Stroud and Young first two picks, but now with that third pick, Arizona, to me, Zay, they'd be insane not to listen to every single offer and probably think about moving that pick. Why would they why do they need the third pick? Absolutely. They don't need a quarterback. No. They got that situation figured out. And there's defensive talent wherever they'll end up. I would definitely take the best offer I could get. If somebody's crazy enough to go all the way up to number three for, say, Anthony Richardson, if somebody is really fired up about Anthony Richardson at that level, you let them do it if you're Arizona, and I would take what they've got. So who are the six teams? That we don't know. That I have not seen. I'm guessing the Colts have to be one of them, just to sort of cover them. Now, they're at four. Uh, in terms of the the you know the draft order, but I'm guessing just to try to protect themselves. I wonder are they willing to go up one spot because again they may know who these other teams are that are willing to go up. Like um, so, Seattle's at five. I'm trying to look at teams that would need a quarterback. Do the Raiders need a quarterback right now? I can't keep up with all. Yeah, of them. I okay. try- I mean, they gave Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of money, but I. There's, this is it for Jimmy G. This is the last contract he's getting, and we know that he 
he could go out very easily by just getting pushed on the ground. Yeah. Jimmy G is very light. With the Falcons, we talked about their situation. They're kind of a confusing team. Heineke, Heineke backs up Ritter, but how much do they love Ritter? They pick eighth in the draft. Tennessee's down at 11. You and I were talking about them before the show. There's an updated story on Jeffrey Simmons getting a lot of money. That's cool defensively, but what are they offensively? Are they going to go? Is Willis... Is that where they're moving, and that that's their guy for sure? Um, what is going on with Tannehill? Would they think about drafting somebody if uh, if a quarterback's sitting there at eleven? Would they be willing to go up in the uh, in the draft? So keep your eyes peeled for all of that in the NFL. Uh, also, before this first break, Zay, let's hit the uh, Texas basketball news. Uh, it, there's been a lot of kind of guys coming home recently, the last few years with Texas, whether it's Chris Ogden, Rodney Terry, whoever else you'd want to mention. And now word comes down that Frank Haith may be headed back to Austin. If you don't know, Frank Haith has been a head coach, obviously at a couple spots, but he has also been with Memphis, I believe it was, this past season. Do I have that right, Zay? Yeah, with Penny Hardaway. He was with Memphis. Okay, there you go, with uh, with Hardaway. And now it appears that he may be coming back to Austin to uh, to reunite with Rodney Terry. He would have been one of the assistants along with Terry for a Rick Barnes team back in the day. Yeah, those early 2000s teams, I want to say 2001 to 2004, so he was part of that Final Four team, and he's brought some, he brought some really good players into Texas when he was here, went off to Miami, had some good years at Missouri, and then he had some troubles off the court, but if NIL would have been back in, you know, place during that time, would he have gotten in trouble? I don't know. But, you know, at Tulsa, he was I then went on with uh, Penny Hardaway at Memphis, and now just being a guy who knows the Austin area and the fact that he's been to multiple stops, he's definitely covered ground recruiting-wise at those multiple stops of going global. So I think this is a good get for Coach Terry, someone he's familiar with, and along with you know guys like Chappelle and Ogden, McLean, Donald Wald, this is still a really good staff who just added on another really good piece. And we heard Rodney Terry say it in his introductory press conference when he was officially named the head coach. He talked about how special Texas was to him. It took him away from a head coaching job. Now that wouldn't be the case for Haith. He would be an assistant, you know, an assistant somewhere else moving to an assistant job at Texas. But I think we could all agree Frank Haith can there are probably situations out there where Frank Haith could be a head coach. Yeah. And he obviously has been one before, much like Ogden and a couple of the other guys that have been on the staff last year. So interesting uh, reports coming out that Frank Haith looks to be returning to Austin. We'll ask Joe Cook about that coming up at 105. Joe of Inside Texas will join us then. Uh, so we got a lot going on today. Also up next, uh, how about the NBA? Play-in game set to go tomorrow. The Mavs were being investigated by the end of the weekend. And what the heck happened with the Timberwolves to finish the season? We will get to all of that. Also coming up in the crab bag, I'll get you a review of some UFC and a little UT tennis as well. Somebody sent us a text earlier in the show said, yes, sir, Chad, Izzy got the job done. Yes, he did. I'm so glad I was wrong. We'll talk about that before the hour is done. If you want to jump in on the Specs text line, 337-3776. Also, got a special Monday night Texas baseball game for you on the horn. We'll tell you about that coming up right here. Chad and Zay.
Oh, yeah, yeah. Is this song called, like, Waiting for Love? No. Waiting for, what's he saying right there? Waiting for something. No? Um. Oh, no, 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 no. This is, uh, it is the guy I was thinking of. This is Two Tickets to Paradise, Eddie Money. There we go. Yes. Eddie. Never saw Eddie Money back in uh, back in the heyday. I'm assuming Eddie's still out there. Heading out on tour. Shout out for Eddie Money getting us started today. Also, shout out to the poor bastard I overheard at the hotel yesterday who went all the way to Arlington thinking Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks were still playing. Oh, Zay, he man. T- I overheard him tell the guy at the front desk they got out there. I guess they went over to the parking lot area and realized, hey, there's not a lot of people. What's going on? Then they look it up online and see it. Said they didn't get any emails. So I guess there still are people that are getting like hard paper tickets to concerts and they have no contact point. That's like old school. That's the way we used to do That's it. That's real old school. Thankfully, I haven't had many of those. I had one here in town where I was standing in line and based on a hurricane in another area, a band couldn't get to Austin. It was the Black Crows. And we had to wait a week. But it and then we so we, you know, the tickets were good and you wait a week and you go back. And we did. But uh, yeah, I hadn't experienced that. So we went to Arlington knowing they weren't going to play. We were depressed about it, and every time we saw the stadium, we'd get a little sad. But there were actually people that thought they were playing. I Damn. That makes me cringe. Mm. Like, I'd be so mad. Right? How pissed off would you be? I was pissed off as Rudy Gobert when he gave Kyle Anderson that one piece. Yeah. Even when you're good in the NBA, there's drama, apparently. (laughs) Even when you're you're good, you're involved in playoff discussions, it's still, you're still getting after it. All right, so um, we will get into some NBA talk. Let me get you a couple of reminders before we do that. Uh, First off, Texas baseball. Because of the rain over the weekend, instead of what was going to be a cool little schedule, you know, Easter schedule and get off and and have a day off, no. They had to play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now they had already scheduled Monday and Tuesday. Texas at Texas State sold out. It's going to be a madhouse down in San Marcos. For those of you that have been down there, that stadium's very cool. I've been down there for a game or two, and they are going to be fired up. Tonight, what did I hear today? They can get like, is it somewhere around? I'm not, no, I was thinking of the basketball. It's not like twenty thousand. I don't know what the capacity is. It's not twenty thousand, but I, they can get a lot of focus. I want to say it's maybe between six and ten. Okay, something like that. So let me know if you're a Texas State fan what that place is at capacity. I know they're excited about that one tonight. Texas gets the series from Kansas State, and they're playing Texas State tonight. Six o'clock start. Uh, 5.45 pregame, so no soccer matters tonight uh, on a Monday night. By the way, Chad, Eddie Money's dead. Eddie Money died? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, sorry, rest in peace, Yeah, Eddie Money. If, so, if I'd said it the other way, he'd have still been alive. And then yeah, died, that yeah. would have been okay. tragic. Yep. Yeah, so tonight it's going to be interesting because we knew before all the rain and stuff hit last week, it would have been – Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the Horns, and they would have been able to rest yesterday mm-hmm. and coming into this trip right up 35. So now four games back to back to back to back. That could be a lot. But it's five. They play tomorrow too. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that. Yeah. So 
that could be a lot, but I love this game. Loved it when it was Ty Harrington versus Augie Garrido. Like this, some um, Texas State, like you said, they get up for these games, and yeah, I it's going to be a great environment. I hope they keep this alive when they go to the SEC Me as well. Too. Yeah, they need to keep playing Texas State. Hopefully, that that there wouldn't be any. There's no hard feelings. They haven't been in the same conference Yo, maybe ever. So shout out to Coach Pierce getting the boot yesterday. That's what I'm talking about. Protect your players, dog. Yeah, that's a weird situation. Maybe maybe if you're the umpire there when you're dealing with pitch clocks and stuff, you might want to notice when the trainer is on the field. He's hurt. Yeah, there's a trainer on the field. Injured. Yeah. Let's have some respect. These blues are driving me nuts. They're crazy, man. I I I, I get that they, you know, they're, they're trying to work with the new rules and they're trying to keep things moving. I, I get that. The trainer's on the field. Do we need to get the guy out there with the big bright sleeve like in college football? To where you know that we're in a break? Come on, Blue. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with him getting tossed. Now, Eric Kennedy, um, he was wild. But David right. Pierce, yeah. come on. Respect my players. Protect my players. That's it. That's it. If you're the ump, if you're the Blue, let's, I don't know, have a clear mind and understand, oh, coach is just upset because guy got hurt, so he's mad at that, and – we're trying to take time away. Like, let's not do that. Come on. Yeah, you're telling the next batter to get in the box while they're still a, they're attending to a guy on first base. Like, <laughs> come on, man. You got to notice these things. <laughs> what are you doing? You make everybody look. You make the batter seem like the bad guy there. And by the way, let me just make sure I'm clear on the Eric Kennedy thing. If I say something, I might be able to get away with it. But if I say something and we've got the F flavoring word in there, is that when, yeah, is that when I'm that, gone? That's tough. Okay. That's tough. Now, I don't think it was at him. No, it was no, just, no. But it was at the call. Okay, so I'm not that allowed. That he made. Yeah, that's not effing close, essentially. Yeah. is what He's not allowed to do that? It's Easter, Chad. Oh, I see. It's Easter. Come on, you know. F word on the Lord's Day. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> you, you really want I get it. Yeah, okay. I get the competitive nature. I love Eric Kennedy, but, you know, it's you're really testing it on yeah. Easter. The, fra- the phrase, young man, is he is risen, not the F word is risen. You don't need to rise that up. That does not need to rise up on now, Easter Sunday. Now, if it's a different Sunday, I'm like, no, yeah. maybe let us slide. Okay. I get it. You upset. You upset Easter. about the call, but come on. Everybody's there in their good clothes. Yeah, they nice clothes. Come they Easter now. pink. Yeah. Um, by the way, does now that we are now that everybody's got a camera and a phone, do people do like like clothing uh, pictures on Easter? Like, does anybody stand at the front door of the church and just take pictures of folks walking in and send it out on social media randomly? Nah, because you gotta respect the Lord. Okay. It's after. Afterwards, that's the photo you might do that. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. Because I know those are getting passed yo, around. Yo, I know those are getting passed around. Like, would you look at what yo, Marjorie wore to church today? My God. My grandma Mabel. God bless her soul. I love you. I miss you. <laughs> Already, service is like four hours, but she knew everybody. Oh no. So, Grandma, you saw these folks last week. You're talking about the same things. Little Johnny, he's still going to school. You asked about him last week. Not much has changed in a week. We got to know about him again. And you can't leave until she leaves. You can't leave until she leaves. That is about an hour 20 plus already for the four-hour service. And she's stunning with her hat. She fly to the T, and she taking pictures with everybody. That's I why gotta, she's got to take time because people need to see those yeah. clothes. Yeah, I got to take. She kind of flicking me in my ear because 
for some reason, why am I not energetic? She wondering like, where's your energy at, boy? I'm like, I mean, <laughs> wait, where's your energy in the receiving line at Easter service? Is that what you just said? I just have to, I just can't look like I'm miserable. That's what basically you were saying. You got to not look <sighs> so depressed. You better not look depressed up in these uh, lovely clothes you got on. That's Hell no, fan- can't take that. That's fantastic. Hope everybody had a good Easter Sunday as we get ready. Uh, we get started Yo, with the week. So, some of y'all went to that three, four-hour service yesterday. Whew. Oh, yeah. Those, that's, Man. That's rough. We hope you got through it. We hope you got through it. And we hope you did not punch a wall. But if you missed it in the NBA yesterday, we had one of those moments. And we would like to hear from you today on the Specs text line. Have you ever been mad enough that you punched a wall? Or that you punched a window and you hurt yourself. An NBA player yesterday, make sure I get it right, Zay, is it Jaden McDaniels? Yeah, Jaden McDaniels. Okay, he got mad. Something happened. He walks away from the bench down the, 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 the tunnel and you can see him throw a punch. Yeah, he punched a wall and broke his hand. Wow. So he is out for the rest of the playoffs, if I am not mistaken. And then on the bench, there were two players getting involved in something, Rudy Gobert and what's Anderson's first name? Kyle. Kyle, thank you. Kyle Anderson and Rudy Gobert get into it. Apparently, they were having a little disagreement. Then Anderson threw the B word at uh, Gobert. Gobert didn't appreciate it, and he shoved him back. Some people have called it a punch. I wouldn't call that a punch. That was, that was a good long arm shove. Uh, we were, well, you know, we're getting a little saucy. That's fine. Um, so the tempers are flaring as Minnesota gets ready to go into their playoff situation. They will be in the nine. Uh, are they in the nine ten? No, yeah, no, they're, nine, they're, they're in, uh, eight. my bad. The seven eight. They're seven, playing eight. tomorrow. Uh, they're playing tomorrow against the Lakers, and uh, the winner, uh, the winner of that will be the seven seed in the West. So. Zay, what did you make of – let's go to the bench first. What did you make of the whole Gobert thing? Man, I mean, it never looks good. And, you know, this team this year, Carl Anthony Towns, he's been hurt majority of the season. So when they got Rudy Gobert, they thought they were going to take off. And with Cat being injured, you haven't really got to see the full Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards, he's had a solid year in year three, the former number one pick. And Rudy Gobert, he's been all right. But you just see the frustration. Like, even though they're going to be in the play-in, play-in doesn't mean you make the playoffs. They could easily lose these two games, Mm -hmm. which I think they are, because Jaden McDaniels, him punching his hand, that was so stupid. Because his assignment for this 7-8 game winner moves on into the playoffs is LeBron James. So he's one of their defensive specialists. Yes! Oh, man. At 6-9, he would be the guy that would be assigned to LeBron James, who dropped 36 last night, eight threes, and crowned himself, who is locked in. He is locked in. Yeah, he does look pretty focused right now. He looks pretty damn focused. And he was taking it pretty easy. I watched that game yesterday. He was chilling. He wasn't exerting all of the players. They were like, yo, we got bigger games to play. Let's just play hard enough to get some momentum for tomorrow night against Minnesota. But he's locked in, and if they win moving to the Grizzlies, I think that's going to be a tough matchup for the Grizzlies because they don't have Brandon Clark. He tore his ACL, and I don't think they're going to have Steven Adams either. So that's going to hurt them. But, yeah, Minnesota Timberwolves, it's weak. 
I mean, Rudy Gobert, he might be French, but he know what the B word means. Yeah, no, he does. He, he definitely does. <laughs> he get it. Uh, that is tomorrow night, and uh, like Zay says, the winner gets Memphis, Minnesota, and uh, the Lakers in the East. Atlanta will play Miami, and the winner of that one gets Boston. So, uh, yes, the punch of the the punch of the wall affects that team, and uh, that was an absolutely crazy story. So we got the playoffs all set now. The other story we'll get into at some point today is my Dallas Mavericks being investigated by the league for what they did Friday night. I could not believe it, Zay, when I saw it, that they were sitting five players for the last home game of the year. Then Luka plays 12 minutes and comes out the rest of the game, and they lost close, single digits to Chicago, and then it's over and I'm a even though I'm a fan, I I would be all I have no problem with them getting investigated. It feels like the sloppiest, most awkward way to do whatever it is they're doing. I'm not saying you can't do it, but I think they're doing it in such an awkward way. Yeah, this is Mark Cuban giving an F you to the association for him feeling like they got hosed in that Warriors game where they took the ball out on their end and scored without giving the Mavs fans right. any knowledge of what's up. And Mark Cuban, remember, he felt like he said this is the worst thing he's ever seen in the, his history of being in the NBA. And he talked about how big of a game it was, which it was. It was a big oh, game. It was, yeah. It was a huge game, especially if you see where they are at now. And they protested the game. And they and, protested yeah. that, and everybody had such a huge fit and whatnot. So after he did that and the NBA said, no, you have no case here, he was like, okay, well, y'all screwed us. Right. I'm just going to sit my guys because that was the game where we thought we would get back in the things and give us some type of playoff chance, which they can't say that the NBA is going to look at them and say, when you got Kyrie Irving, look at y'all's record. It is awful. So it's not just that game or that incident against the Warriors, but, you know, Cuban, like, that's that's right. how he thinks. So he's yeah. basically saying, y'all screwed us, well— we're just going to sit our players and we're going to get in the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes. And the NBA's like, nah, you're you're too close to a playing game not to try to go for it. Yeah, That's and- a joke. We This is why we got the play-ins. So this stuff can't be happening. Yeah. And for y'all to do this when we already know you're upset and disgruntled at us, Come on, Cuban. He he's made way too much money to be that stupid. He ain't that stupid. Yeah, and I'm reading, you know, the, something with the Porzingis trade. They still have like a top ten protected pick that they would owe the Knicks, and so some people think they're trying to somehow work around that. And there's just all kinds of weird stuff. But they have just been so clunky to the end here. Five and eleven, I think it is, when Kyrie ooh, and Luca both ooh, play. Ooh, ooh. Just wow. not not what you would have expected. And and set a, set that all time record you've probably seen. Nobody that's ever been. In the situation they were in, they were like the four seed and whatever the record was right before they got Kyrie Irving. No team in the history of the league since the merger has ever been in that slot and not made the playoffs. Yeah. Never. That's a joke. They couldn't even make a new thing they came up with to get you in the playoffs if you're the 10 or 11 or whatever. And they weren't guaranteed. They needed to win out, and Sacramento still had to lose a game. But once they did what they did Friday, it was done. It's over. Uh, So that story is also out there in the NBA today. T-Wolves pushing and shoving. Play-in games start tomorrow night. We get the two seven eight games. We'll be talking about that. And all the series uh, are set, except, you know, of course, play-in games will determine who are the seven and eight seeds. Best part about the scuffle with the Timberwolves, Mm -hmm. Lifetime Timberwolf Kevin Garnett on Twitter retweeted that and said, nothing like a light scuffle to tighten up the screws before the playoffs. 
LFG. Tighten up. Let's effing go. Tighten up the (laughs) screws. KG, not everybody's that talented as you to where they could go punch somebody in their face and then go get them 29 and 15. Wait, do you think KG was serious? Oh, he's dead serious. (sighs) When you read that to me earlier, I just thought you meant he was clowning them. But Kevin Kevin Garnett is dead serious right here. Wow. So he thinks this is team building. Yes. Okay. Because this is what he was about. He yeah. loves stuff like this. He loves love getting in people's yes, faces. Yeah. Loves fighting teammates because he thinks that everybody's competitive. This is everybody just wanting to win, and you butt heads. Which that is true. There's a certain point to yeah. that. But okay. when it come, when you're doing it with all the cameras around, like there's a huge difference between what Draymond Green did and to Jordan Poole at practice, which you hear about stuff at practice all the time because right. you're competing against each other. You're right. playing like five on five, doing these four on four drills, three on three drills, et cetera. So that's where tempers flare. You can't be out in front of everybody on the bench. And you on the same team playing right. against the Pelicans? You can't do that. No, you cannot do that. That that does not need to happen. Hey, gee, come on, bro. Wow. So tomorrow we'll be talking about those seven, eight matchups. If you want to jump in on the Specs text line, 337-3776. Somebody texted, you need to pre-scout the doors, a pocket door or a cheap bathroom door is hollow punch those don't punch those nice solid doors or in this case a wall you don't put it's a wall See, it's I'll, a tunnel in an, in an arena don't ex- that's not gonna be hollow yeah because i have a bad pain tolerance so uh, ne- punching anything never registered for me but i always did the cuba good engineer boys in the hood just punch the air you get just make sure none's around punch air <laughs> These cops always mess with me. Leave me alone. You're so fine. You're going to love me. Exactly. Like, yeah, do all that or yell in the pillow something. Yeah. But, nah, anything physical like that, I'm not with it. Hey, earlier you talked about that's one of the keys to, to that's one of the keys to DDP yoga and other kinds of yoga. It's not about the contact. It's about that tension. You just yeah. make, you get the tension. It can still be beneficial. That's what I'm saying. Just don't hit stuff that's really, really hard. That's yeah. dumb. All right. So uh, NBA headed to the playoffs with all kinds of good, crazy drama installed. Uh, one o'clock hour. We'll start it with Joe Cook of Inside Texas. We'll talk Texas baseball as they got the win. And uh, yes, people are talking about uh, Coach Pierce getting thrown out and the umpire missing some situations, multiple things in the game. We'll get into that with Joe. Up next in the crab bag, I'll get you a review of UFC, plus a big event uh, UT-wise coming up this weekend, and a shout-out to a UT star in uh one of the spring sports that one of our guys is keeping an eye on. Uh, we'll let you know about that. We got a flex segment at 1.30 as well. Busy Monday after an Easter weekend. We hope everybody had a great one. Glad you're with us. This is The Horn. Chad and Zay. Hope you had a great Easter weekend. Was the long lead in here? Flock seagulls, Iran. Yep. There you go. Oh, what great hair! I mean, this was some '80s hair right here. Flock of seagulls and Eddie Money. Now we're talking '80s to get us started today. Hope you're having a great Monday. Thank you to uh, those of you on the Specs text line three three seven three seven seven six. Somebody tells us. 3500 for baseball at Texas State. I was trying to throw more seats in there. Uh, 3500 It is all sold out tonight for that. Uh, so they are going to try to 
fit as many as they can in. 6 o'clock start, 545 pregame, Texas at Texas State. It's one of those uh, series that Augie kept going through the years. I know he really believed in uh, in that, and it goes way back with Texas and Texas State, obviously, uh, back into those Southwest Texas uh Southwest Texas days for those of you that are SWT folks and you I know a few people that will tell you that I didn't go to Texas State oh Oh, like my parents no they'll tell you Southwest Texas State I got you I got you eat them up cats shout out to the SWT people whichever whichever version of the cats you are we're uh, we're glad you're checking us out today got a lot of football on the board Uh, your countdown sounds like this five days till Texas spring game you know we'll be talking about that this week including with Joe Cook of Inside Texas coming right up 17 days till the NFL draft and Texas first football game is only 145 days away so we are closing in you know football never dies around here but there's a lot of basketball on the board Somebody was texting us about whether Luca would ask for a trade, although Luca did say he was happy over the weekend, said he was happy in Dallas. Uh, somebody else texted, Rudy Gobert is a punk and has always been a punk. Man, Kyrie Irving said he's been happy at three different organizations. That don't mean nothing. That's true, although eh, Kyrie is a little different. Man, Kyrie's to the point now where I'm not sure if I believe anything Kyrie Irving <laughs> says. But I might give Luca Very a, little, true, but a little bit of the benefit. I don't of the trust doubt. none of these players. Yeah, and ever. There, there's just so much apathy in Dallas right now, too. I just don't know if anybody really cares. Truly, like to to all of them, to a man, I don't sense any real anger or really any effort to try to fix anything. I mean, sticking Jason Kidd out there after you made that decision Friday and letting him try to explain it to everybody. Oh my God. The guy who hasn't seemed like he cared the whole season, you're going to have him explain this one to us? Yeah. Come on, man. Jason Kidd, he loves the game, but I don't know if he's head coach material. It is weird. Yeah, he is really strange right now. All right, Joe Cook coming up here in a little bit. Let's get you a couple things in the crap bag real quick, shall we? Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Two big shout-outs here in the crap bag today. First off, to Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that performance. I am so glad I was wrong. But in fighting, a lot of times when we see those upsets, it changes that other fighter forever. Thank God Israel didn't let it happen. Adesanya baited uh, the opponent into. This is a guy he had lost to in kickboxing fights and lost the belt to him. But he comes back to get the belt. Incredible performance. He baited him into it. It looked like for a second he was going to start taking damage. And I thought, oh, is he? No, please. What are you doing? And then he clocked that dude with a right hand from hell, followed it with another big punch, hammer fist, and we're done. And Adesanya also, he used to have one of my favorite celebrations, Zay, when he would win a fight. He'd go down into this kind of squat position, and he would do like a machine gun thing to the other guy. But now he's got a new one. As soon as the dude went down and they called the fight, Izzy stood up and fired imaginary arrows at him pulling the bow back three or four times, and then got to celebrate. It was fantastic. He was so happy he got the belt back. So he won the belt, defended five times, lost it, now has avenged it. Let's see where Adesanya goes from here. This is the 185 belt, the belt that Anderson Silva made famous through the years. Now he's got 
five defenses plus another championship win. Now let's see if he can make uh, make a run here. I love watching Adesanya fight, and he's got attitude for days. That might be one of the greatest celebrations I've ever seen. Wasn't that good? That was crazy. Uh, I love him. He's one of those – I'm always looking for somebody that can be – transcendent in that sport and grab fans from other sports to just peek in on UFC. Ronda Rousey had that power. Brock Lesnar had that power. John Jones had that uh, had and has that power, certainly now with what John Jones just pulled off. There are certain people that can do it. Conor McGregor obviously had that power. Now I'm hoping people start seeing Adesanya that way because he's got it all. So why did he do the sleep thing? Because he knocked him out. Oh, okay. That was great, too. Just okay, that, that, that's all? That fall to the ground. I he, thought there I, was more to it. No, I've never seen him do that. I'm, I think that was just him just saying, hey, I just put that dude to sleep. Okay. <laughs> and he did a full, <laughs> a full like, stunt fall. Yeah, he was he, acting the fool. He took, like, a full pro wrestling bump on that one. That went all the way to the ground. Congrats to Israel Adesanya for that one. Also, happy retirement to Jorge Masvidal, a fun fighter to watch, but he admits it is different for him now in the cage, and he's going to retire after that loss to Gilbert Burns. Also, uh, let me give a shout-out in the world of tennis. Our man Tennis Tom is always keeping me up to date on UT stars, but in this case, it's a UT star trying to get her love at the pro level Peyton Stearns remember part if you may know that name part of the national championship team for Texas women's tennis first WTA final now she did lose in three sets over in Columbia but she is fighting her way trying to claw and scratch her way into main draw status at the big uh, you know the bigger events and grand slams and stuff so all the best to Peyton Stearns, but she's playing really good tennis right now. Made her first WTA final. And speaking of tennis, if you want to follow this Texas men's tennis team, they are on another great run. They swept Baylor over the weekend. They are going to face TCU this Saturday night over at the uh, tennis facility here in town. You can go to the spring game and then get over there because they play at 7 o'clock. So hopefully we'll get good weather next weekend for that. So if you want to go check out Texas men's tennis, Saturday at 7. Shout out to Tennis Tom for keeping us updated on all that good tennis action. All right. There- <laughs> okay. So people are on this next line are saying that Izzy did the sleep thing because oh boy's son that he knocked out did it during their last fight. When oh, Izzy got knocked out. Oh, oh. But his kid's like eight. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh so he did that to get back at the eight year old? That's strong. That is strong. Yo, any motivation. Yeah. If it comes from a toddler, a grown-ass man, a kid, any motivation, I'm with it. I'm oh, with it. But, uh, it is, but to do it after you knock them out? So he was speci- after the arrows? He was specifically mocking a child at that point. <laughs> I, I, would love to tell, I would love to go on some rant about how that's t- terrible and awful, but it's kind of cool. It is. I mean, it takes a lot to get in that cage, man. It takes oh. a lot to get in that cage and have them close the door from the outside and be willing to fight somebody. You, like you said, you got to find your motivation wherever you can. You know what? The parenting moment. That kid grounded. Parenting moment. Parenting moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know about grounding, nah, but it's, a, it's definitely a nah, moment. My son gets me knocked out on, te- on TV in front of millions. Somebody gonna get in trouble. Hey, I watched that fight. His son didn't get him knocked out. <laughs> nope. He got himself knocked out. No, son didn't help. Hey, when like hey. something happened and help out. It's all part of it. It's all part of it. That's all a part of it. And j- so the dad's got to explain to him. Hey, we both might have pumped him up a little extra. I pumped him up a little extra because I took his belt. 
Then you clowned on him. So I got in there thinking I could keep the belt. I was wrong. And now if you and now you, they caught you on social media crying. We're both going to have to eat that, yeah. son. We're both going to have to deal with that moving forward. Yeah, son. You can't be crying right. after I get knocked out. Because yeah. you, you're part of the reason why. I blame, I blame, I blame youngster. I blame oh, youngster. I don't know if I'll go that far. That's got to be that's got to be a bit of a traumatizing thing. Like it's bad enough if you're the kid of like a professional wrestler or whatever. But in this case, when we're talking about a legit knockout, yeah, this ain't no Dominic Mysterio, right? Like there's no. This isn't a, if it's scripted and predetermined. There's still obviously a physicality there, and people can get hurt. But in this case, to see your dad get smooth knocked out <laughs> like that. And that hammer fist does not look good. Even though the hammer fist wasn't that tough a hammer fist, they allow those things, and it, he got one decent hammer fist in before the ref called everything. That's t- got to be tough for a kid to see. You don't, he don't get no ice cream for at least two weeks. <laughs> no dessert, no nothing. You better eat his vegetables, too. Uh, that's great. I'd love to hear that conversation. But, Daddy, you should have just blocked the punch. That's not on me. That's not on me. That's new. I totally forgot. That's new. He got new arsenal. He got more in his bag ever since you clowned him when I knocked him out. I have not. I I did not know that story. I did not know the story, and I can't believe Adesanya remembers it from the previous fight. That's crazy. All right, coming up, your 1 o'clock hour, Joe Cook of Inside Texas. Let's talk Texas spring game. It is only five days away, and Texas baseball gets the series win against Kansas State, and they're turning right back around and playing tonight. We'll discuss it all coming up on the Horn.